the discovery of psychedelics is the discovery that all of this cultural machinery is just Wizard of Oz stuff. Don't think. Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Because that gold will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. That's it. How did it feel to you? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Welcome to the Astral Mind Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Kamal Kez. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Astral Mind Podcast. Here's peace, here's love, here's life. Hope you guys are having your best day. If you're not, choose to do so because your reality exists in your mind. Today we have on Lori Hoover, and she is a medium, a psychic. She works with people on this area. She's done her research in this field. And she hosts a podcast as well <laughs> called the Wake the Fuck Up Podcast. I really like that. Uh, she's an intuitive guide, psychic medium, a Reiki master, energy healer, and ordained minister. So I'm happy to have you on, Lori. Uh, why don't you say hello and tell us a bit about yourself. When did you get started in this spiritual journey and what was it like for you? Well, thanks for having me, Cal. Um, ooh, well, I guess actually it started for me in 2006 with The Secret. I read that book and saw that video and said, what the hell? You can create your own reality? Like, I literally had no clue, which is amazing to me. It still strikes me as I'm just incredulous about it, but there it is. And so I started learning about that, about energy work and things like that. But the I've always been intuitive my whole life. I just didn't know that that's what it was. I was always that person that was more grounded and people would come to me just for advice or whatever. But the mediumship piece, that didn't come in until later. Mm -hmm. So considerably later. Mm. So what's mediumship like? I hear a lot of terms and things like that from the spiritual community, but mediumship is one that I don't hear as often. Describe to me what mediumship is and how you do it. Mediumship is the ability to connect with spirit. Mm -hmm. So as in not necessarily your intuition or your higher self, but actually dead people, I mean, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better term, connecting with spirits, you know, people who have crossed over Mm -hmm. because there, there is no death, right? I mean, yes, we do shed the body, but the spirit goes on and we can connect with them and have conversations as it turns out. So that is mediumship. Okay. So the working with spirits I'm familiar with, I I do a bit of that myself now. Um, And you believe that everyone can tap into this sort of ability, this, uh, you know, the psychic giftings. When did you start moving in that? What was your first experience like where you knew like, Oh snap, like I, I have this, interesting ability how do i uh you know start using it more well 
honestly, things started showing up for me in that I would see something out of the corner of my eye. I was seeing like shadows and things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, as I would, you know, you turn to look and there's nothing there. But my <laughs> first experience, yeah, it's, it can be creepy, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had had an experience where when my son was just a baby, um, I had my one and only child at 40. And so when he was just a baby, we had this, I'm going to say a non-friendly here in the house. And um some of the stuff that was coming out of my kid's mouth was just unbelievable. And we knew that he wasn't picking it up from us and he was terrified to go in his room and, you know, stuff like that. His, you could walk into his closet and it was like freezing cold in there. And so, you know, we actually had to have a bunch of people come in and try and clear, clear the space and all that. And eventually we did get there. But um, so I, when I started getting that sense like i i would see the things out of the corner of my eye but i also had where um it would feel like somebody had their hand in the middle of my back and it was very hot and tingly and um i'm not gonna lie it it scared the shit out of me because of that experience that i had had you know i didn't really know what to expect um but i continued to delve into the whole spiritual thing and following different um like i started listening to abraham hicks mm -hmm. um if you're familiar with them yeah. and you know listening to that type of stuff and reading the seth material by jane roberts and um just different things like that to get a better feel for it mm -hmm. well then what actually happened was um in 2015 a friend of mine i had met like a, about a year or so before uh, we connected, she was hosting a meet your spirit guides class. And I went to this class and I didn't meet shit. You know, I mean, I met the people there, but I didn't meet any spirit guides or anything, but we connected and we kind of stayed in touch over Facebook. And then um, just one day I, we both had this feeling to connect on the same day. And so we like just, connected through Facebook and we set it up to go and have lunch together. And we literally talked for hours and hours and hours about all this spiritual type stuff. And then um, we ended up at, at dinner. She said to me, okay, my guides are telling me that we've got, you know, they've got a bunch of spirits lined up for you to talk to. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? Right. You know, I don't do that. And she, she was just very nonchalant about it. And she said, yeah, yeah, you do, you know, just clear your mind. And, and then, so she gave me a series of questions to ask mentally. And she said, and I'll just, you know, tell you, tell you where you are. And so I started asking these questions in my mind. Who are you? Are you friend or family? Um, you know, and what's your message basically. And lo and behold as i'm asking these questions i'm actually hearing a response and so i told her what i heard and she just one after the other she said i can confirm that i can confirm that i can confirm that and i was like oh my god what the hell is going on wow. you know but i mean so that's only been actually on tax day it was mm. seven years so because it was april 15th 
So excellent. Yeah. That's so cool. crazy experience. Yeah. I love to hear yes. those synchronicities. Very cool. Yeah. So it, there's a routine that you go through when you give people a, like a psychic reading or a mediumship where you're connecting with spirits. What's that process like? Uh, well, for me, I, I don't really do much of anything anymore, but it used to be that I would, uh, I have a prayer protection that I would do. Now I just, I call it God just because it's actually easier, but you can put universe or, you know, uh, source or whatever you want to use, whatever resonates for you. But I would just do my little prayer and I say that I encircle myself in the white light of God's love and divine protection. I'm always safe and secure. And that only those energies with the purest, most loving intent may come within a five mile radius of me. So if there's any bad juju, no, mm. it's, you know, I keep it way out there. Yeah, out of town. So yeah. I would just, yeah, just so I just do that. And then, um, and then I set the intention to give the sitter whatever information they actually need, not what they want, but what they need to hear. So that's kind of my process. And then I just, I, I have like a hundred and I think I'm up to a, a hundred and eleven decks of Oracle cards and tarot cards and Lenormand. Oh, <laughs> how yeah, do you use the lot. Oracle cards? I, I've messed with tarot a little bit. And I, I, for me, it's like an intuitive sort of knowing that I get with the cards assistance. But how do you use that in your practice? Oh, I use it every day. I use them every day. I do, although I didn't do it today, I do a card a day usually uh, through my Instagram or Facebook. I post them there, I, both, but I'll pull a card a day. So I use all the decks and I do that for my clients and just put that out there for them. But then um, I actually just started um, yesterday. <laughs> I guess it was May 1st. I just started yesterday doing... Uh, an Oracle reading on my YouTube channel. So I literally took, I don't know, I probably had 30 or 40 decks laid out here. And then my guides will tell me, okay, for Aries, we're going to use this one, this one, this one, this one. And I just lay them out there. And I do, I had never done a group type reading before, but the feedback's been really good. So, hmm. but that was just yesterday. So Excellent. It's new. <laughs> so if I were to start, if I wanted to get into it, just because I like that you're one of the people that you believe in everyone being able to tap into their, their natural abilities. And that's something that I, I like to tell people all the time that I believe in pretty strongly myself. Uh, what was it like when you were growing in this ability? Like, was it just on one day and, you know, it was off and then turned on one day? Or was there like practice sort of things that you did to facilitate it? Yeah, honestly, it was a little bit of both of those things because I, I mean, I like play with energy and I do this thing where I kind of take my thumb and I just sort of like twist it in my, in the palm of my hand mm -hmm. to kind of open up. There's a, you know, the chakra there, I guess, mm -hmm. and just playing with the energy and like actually feeling that energy between your, between your hands, you can literally feel it as you stretch out further and further and further and just playing with things like that, but also, you know, reading, I read a lot mm -hmm. and, um, trying to 
meditate to clear my mind or at least quiet my mind so that I can connect. Um, we're so disconnected, so very disconnected, most of us from our bodies that we don't really pay attention to those intuitive nudges. And so for me, it was, um, it was a lot of all of that. There were days that I felt just completely, it was completely off and other days where it's like, oh, it's way on, mm. you know? Mm. So just doing whatever you can to practice that connection. I even now started with uh, some friends and one of my sisters, we do a weekly Zoom call where we try to do like remote viewing and um, just intuitive you know, we kind of do these yes, no questions. So we make a list of 10 questions that we know the answer to that are yes and no. Mm -hmm. And we just go through and we each, okay, question one, yes or no. And we intuitively have to feel into, okay, what is it for that person? And then at the end of it, we check them. Right. So like taking the test. Yeah. So just to anything to, you know, kind of hone that skill because mm. it is a skill. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that has to be developed, I feel like. Do you find, like, yeah. imagination helps you work with visualization and things? Because you said you see things also, which I think is, is one of the, the cooler things <laughs> that everyone's always looking for is to see things. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the craziest things you've seen? Just because I'm, I'm rather curious. Well, I, I'll tell you... Um... I'll tell you that like my profound, most profound experience that I've had when do like doing a reading. Mm -hmm. um, and it was not only something I felt or and saw, or not only something I saw, but something I felt as well. I was doing a reading for this woman. It was a private party, just three people. I had never met any of them before. And this woman comes in and sits down and right away her father comes through. And so, you know, there's a conversation going on with him and he's delivering messages and whatever. But the whole time that I'm communicating with the dad, there's this man standing off to the right. Mm -hmm. And he was just patiently waiting so that, you know, she could connect with her dad. And then so that, it, yeah, that thing, the interaction ended. And then this man stepped forward. And as soon as he did, all of a sudden my head just started pounding mm. like out of nowhere. And I commented to her, I said, Oh my God, you know, this literally my head, it's like a migraine. And, um, and so I asked her, I said, I told her that there was this man here and I asked her, you know, do you know someone who passed away from a trauma to the head? And she couldn't even speak. She literally just nodded her head. And then all of a sudden he goes like this to me puts mm. his finger up to his head and I said oh my god and I I you know I just wasn't really thinking it was probably not very cool of me to do this but I literally made the same gesture and I just said oh my god did he you know essentially did he blow his brains out and she said yes and then it just what went on from there was just amazing it was amazing it was the most profound reading I have ever done for anybody because this this guy went on to say how he just felt so much shame and remorse for the way that he went out that 
he and then he even flooded me with love to so that I would feel what he was feeling for her what he always felt for her and it just practically took me to my knees to be honest with you I never experienced anything like that but then he told me that he was basically hooking her up with someone he was bringing in a person to be with her that is somebody that was financially stable and who would love her and take care of her for the rest of her life essentially he was hooking her up mm. so that she would be good for the rest of her days because of how much he loved her and how much remorse he had for what he did wow. and it was just i mean to this day it was just one of the most amazing experiences i've ever had but at the end of it i said you know, I don't have any problem delivering your messages ever. I just don't. But, you know, next time you you don't have to do something like that to me where mm -hmm. my head is pounding like that. Mm -hmm. And he said, actually, I did. He said, because she would not have believed you otherwise. Oh. And I thought, wow, you know, like I never I never even thought about something like that, mm. you know, and for spirit to come through and say, you know, now I, I kind of did need to do that. It was, it was pretty trippy, but an amazing experience for sure. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Cause you, you hear about these things and you're like, Oh, well, how do I know that was real? And then when you get these like concrete things that it's just impossible for you to know, it's just so, it's so interesting. Uh, like I, I talk about my mentor a lot and how uh, he just had this interesting way of, uh, just put it plainly, just reading people's minds. And he just had an interesting, he had very interesting abilities and I would test them <laughs> because, you know, I wanted to know. And so I, I would test them and I would, my plans were to just go into certain rooms making noises in my head to see if he noticed these weird noises, like all sort of animal noises I was making, uh, just to try to block my real thoughts. And I remember one time, I did that and he was reading a book and he put the book down. He was like, you know, if I couldn't hear your real thoughts, it wouldn't be a, a gift, you know? And I, I was just like, whatever, man. And I left the room, you know, stuff like that. I feel like it's, it's like necessary on this journey for us to have these defining moments where we're like, oh yeah, this is, this is actually going on. I'm not crazy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with manifestation, I've had some of the most bizarre experiences like seriously, my son and I were stranded one time. He was just little. I was at the van broke down and I was trying to get him to kindergarten and we were not dressed for the weather to have the vehicle break down. And he decided he wanted to try and make the, make the trip. And it wasn't, you know, I mean, it was over a mile to get there, but it was cold, really cold. And I'm feeling like the worst mom ever, you know, and just, it was, it was awful. And I was in such a place where I just said to the universe, you know what, please, God, somebody pick us up. And I said, I don't care if it's even a trucker, you know, I have got to get my baby warm in, you know, all of a sudden some person, we had just gotten out to a busy, pretty busy highway. Cause we had to cross this highway to get to his school. And this woman drives by in a van and then she literally turns around and comes back and stops right in front of us and she said god told me to come back and get you and 
and she had just taken her own kids to the very school that we were trying to get to. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So wow. not only did she, you know, help me get him to, to school. Cause I mean, I felt, you know, mm. this was okay to get in the van, you know? And mm. yeah. And so we got him to school and then she even brought me back home and yeah, it was, it was a trip. Yeah, those synchronicities, man. I, I've heard a lot of things like that, and it's just it's fascinating because it's like, oh man, I have to get into more of this. Like, I want to do more of this. You, you talk a lot about yeah. the connection, and I feel like it's the, the connection that's the main thing. Uh, do you yeah. do anything specific to facilitate this connection on a given day, or is it just there? It's no, I do actually, but it's literally nothing more than setting the intention. I just set the intention to be connected all the time. Yeah. Like I want, you know, I want that. I want my intuition to be on. I want that to, um, I just don't ever want to be disconnected from it because I know that when I don't follow my intuition, that is when, you know, bad things happen. Yeah. yeah. Do you, <laughs> so I just. Do you ever. Uh, going into this psychic thing because i know i hear this concept of people having things latch onto them or like other things that people are dealing with then getting onto them have you ever had that sort of experience where you're working with someone or these negative entities that they're dealing with start to bother you or entities no um but physical like issues like if they were feeling under the weather or something like that i have had in the past where all of a sudden I'm feeling run down or whatever. And um, yeah, so I just, mm. when I do my little prayer protection, that's also, you know, that's a no-go for me. So nothing's coming in. And if I feel like I'm not 100% going into something, then I like add this extra thing. And this sounds so stupid, but I like put myself in the middle of a disco ball, right? <laughs> This is new. So I've got <laughs> I've got these mirrors all around me, mm -hmm. you know, and so anything that's trying to come at me is literally just being reflected back. So now I I have put it out there that okay, I allow love to come in because mm -hmm. that's always, you know. That's but nice. anything else, no. Mm -mm. Interesting. Return to sender. Mm. So say I was trying to connect with my guides or do you connect with your guides or are you always just open to spirit? How do you go about doing that? Mm, are there like meditations I, that you do? Or? No, not, not anymore. I hmm. honestly, I just have conversations. Really? I just have conversations. I do have, you know, I feel bad about this, but they, cause they had given me their names at one point and I do have them written down somewhere, but I don't really, mm -hmm. I don't really connect one and one like that i just sort of I, there's one main one and that's sarah but other than that i just it's a collective almost mm. so in yeah you know when i was coming up in, in my spiritual walk i had a i had a particular hard time with communicating with god as i would put it and i always thought like this whole thing between like me and god like i have to be able to hear god that was always one of the hardest things for me. 
was like, I know that this is a thing and I know that I should be able to hear. And so I just kind of learned that over time, hearing doesn't always happen with the ears alone or like a clairaudient sort of thing. It can be an emotion you feel or, you know, it can be these synchronicities, you know. Yeah. You experienced anything like that as well? Oh, a- absolutely. Yes. And, um, you know, and it is such as like finding the pennies, right? People find coins, seeing certain birds or animals or whatever that have some sort of a meaning. Now, that's not necessarily God mm-hmm. as an individual, if you will. But if you believe in the premise that we're all connected, we're all one, it's all the same, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, my mom turns my TV on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's interesting. So, hmm. yeah, and it's a, she always shows up for me when I'm in a bad place and she will turn on my TV. So many crazy so. paranormal things happening around you. <laughs> They're, actually, there kind of are, but yeah. it's just... it's sort of the norm now. Mm. Like you get used to them. Like I'm sure you're seeing things all the time. You just get used to it. Mm. Well, you do. And, and honestly, I kind of asked for this in that when I was watching Teresa Caputo, The Long Island Medium, I, I don't know, I was watching, I don't even remember how I came to know about it or whatever, but I saw her show and I was watching the show and I thought, I just had this feeling inside of me like, wow, I, I can't imagine that there would be a higher calling than to be able to show up for somebody and give them this message that would provide them with healing and closure and just you know just a a literally a gift of love you know from somebody that they have lost and so in my heart i asked for this gift quite literally by feeling so strongly about it about it being you know just a, a very high calling yeah wow it's a good reason to get invested in it at all for that that sort of uh, service that you can give to people. Like myself, when I was starting out, I, I wanted these psychic abilities and powers just because I thought they were cool. And over time, I've kind of like moved around toward, oh, I can help people as well. But, you know, I started out with that like, oh, these things are possible. I want to do them. You know, I have to be able to do this. And so I, I think that's really good. This Because uh, the core of your desire for it is altruistic you want to help people you want to give this service you see this as the highest form of service and i agree like i feel like it's being able to give someone a message that'll help them throughout the rest of their life and a lot of times pull them out of a place that they wouldn't otherwise get out of makes a big difference for sure and i think that um i think to the reason why spirit tapped me for this kind of thing is that i'm I'm kind of known for just putting shit out there. Like Mm -hmm. I I don't mince words. So let's just put it that way, you know? So if you're doing something that is affecting your life in a negative way, and I see that when I'm doing a reading for you, I'm going to call you on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, you need to knock that shit off. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have a problem doing that because sometimes it's that um, verbiage, if you will, that is going to 
get somebody's attention and they're yeah. gonna say whoa you know what yeah. the hell it's like i need to cut that out man but we do a lot of yeah. things that are detrimental i notice i mean myself included i do a lot of things that are detrimental but we I, i've noticed that people develop these defense mechanisms in their early childhood that they carry on into adulthood and they just can't live in the confinement of those limitations that they put on life and so it's hard to get out of them uh, you know it's it's hard to break out of this and i feel like fear is a big thing like yeah. it, it, i'm assuming you have you have to deal with a lot of fear having these sort of abilities like you said like seeing things when I've seen things, they've been scary just to see them, you know, just terrified and seeing right. them. I feel like fear is a big limitation. How do you work around that? Well, honestly, I set boundaries. And I mean, I set boundaries with spirit. So, like, the, because we do have, you know, there's the boogeyman, right? You know, so... I still have issues walking around in the dark, you know, I just, even though I know spirits always with me and let me tell you, my cats, they, if you have a pet, you know, damn well that there's something, you know, floating around your room, whether you can see them or not, you can just follow the, you know, the path of wherever your animal is looking. Right. But I just, I just set boundaries because, and we can do that. You know, I am more than welcome I, I am more than willing to. Sorry, my cat is grabbing my arm. I, like I'm more than <laughs> Heard willing you talking to. Talking about it. <laughs> yes, he did. But I'm I'm more than willing to deliver your messages. But you cannot come at me in the dark. Do not show up to me when I'm in the dark because you're gonna freak me out, and I don't like that. I've had him come to me when I was in the shower. Oh no! And I said, Oh no, no. <laughs> That's and this was somebody I knew, which made it even yeah. worse. It's like, oh, you know better but, than this. Don't do this. Yeah. Seriously, and I and I just said, no, that's you know that's not cool. And so I set boundaries, and in that way, it's not necessarily addressing the fear piece of it, you know, because I'm I'm not going to lie that I still have. There is still a part of me because of the experience that I had when my son was little there is start still a part of me that can get apprehensive, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but I always, I just have like a mantra and I just say, I'm always safe and secure. I'm always safe and secure. If I'm in that fear space, mm -hmm. that's what I do until I can, you know, center myself and okay, Lori, calm down. You're good. Mm -hmm. You know, you're literally sitting in your house. Nothing's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, I just have to, I use that to bring myself back to the present and, you know, because mm. the fear thing is we just get caught up in our heads. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The the fear, it'll, it'll run away so fast, especially people who have more of a clairvoyant gifting, just the seeing things. And especially in the dark, just the ability to see is, is really rough. I've even heard from a few people that I trust that these entities will kind of wait for you to notice them in places and they'll try to get your attention, like, hey, I need help with something, yada, yada. And I even had a friend who just began to ignore them. He's like, I'm tired of helping all these people out. I need a break. And so he'll just go around and he'll pretend like he doesn't see them. And, you know, and they'll kind of move around in his vision to try to get him to pay attention. He'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Does that sort of, <laughs> do they do that to you also? Is that is that a normal thing? Um, not so much anymore um, because I do 
have boundaries in place. It's like, you know, if I'm, if it's like family time with my, my son or, you know, if I'm in the shower or if I'm in my room or, you know, whatever like that, there are certain times that it's just a no go for me. And, and I make myself available, right? I do plenty of readings. I do things where I'm, I do parties and things like that. So there are plenty of opportunities. And if somebody really truly needs, if there's something like that's, um, that would be time sensitive, like if they have information that's going to prevent something from happening or something like that, you know, then they can come through and just, they have to specify that. But mm. other than that, they just, they kind of honor, honor my boundaries. And cool. Do yeah. You, so do you ever find that you're communicating with these spirits in your dreams or anything? You know, I've only had that one time and that was way, way, way before I had this ability. My, it was my, my best friend, my sister-in-law, she came through, um, in a, in a dream because she was, she was trying to move on and her mother was holding so tightly to her that she really couldn't. And so, I've yeah, had that I mean, happen I, a few times, but, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, you, you know, yeah. when you set those boundaries, you can also tell them, you know what, to come to me during waking hours. Yeah. Don't, you know. Mm. So when my grandfather passed away, I think it was, if not the very next day or like a following week, it was sometime afterward that I had a dream about him and he was trying to come and talk to me. But I was so shocked by the experience i was like no, no i don't i don't want to i don't want any of this i don't want to talk to anybody yeah. and he was just like okay that, that's fine but it's like i was just so appalled by it i thought it had to have been like a an evil spirit or something impersonating him i i just uh -huh. never experienced anything like that and so sure. yeah i'm always weary of things communicating with me in my dreams and the spirits i do work with um like I like like you said, I'll set that boundary. It's like I want you to communicate with me in this dream. Like tonight, you're fine. But like, don't just pop up, you know, <laughs> just out of the blue sure. on me. Sure. Because I feel yeah. like they will. They will. Oh, absolutely. Be, you know, because there are a lot of us, yes, who are open to receiving the messages, but we're all spread out, right, around the world. So. They, they do have a tendency to take advantage when there's somebody there that they know who can see them or hear them or feel them, you know? Is it like a... They, is it like a... Because I, I describe it like a, a fog light or, you know, a, something like that. It's like when you have this ability and it's more tuned than other people, it like you just shine in the dark for, you know, for these entities who are looking for help and they just kind of like, like flies to light, not to disrespect anything. <laughs> But yeah, no, just literally, yeah. it is like we are like that. We are like a beacon, you know that, and that's part of why they call us light workers. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're like a beacon, and so they just show up, right? Yes. Yeah, so you've got a podcast, and I, <laughs> I love the name of the podcast. It's very interesting. What do you talk about on your podcast? Like, what's your main theme there? The theme is actually connection. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I will say this, that when I first got the information that I was going to be doing a podcast, I was like, what? So what <laughs> is that? You know, 
yeah, like, where's this even coming from? I had never even listened to a podcast in my life ever. And then they gave me the name of it. And I said, oh, God, really? Like... This is what we're doing? <laughs> and, and they said, yes. And they said, because that is, I have a potty mouth. I straight up, I do. I always mm. have in whatever there it is Trade you know but this person yeah it's no <laughs> well, so but they you know so they what they told me was that naming it the way that we did was what was required in order for me to reach the audience that i'm meant to reach because they're people who you know would mm -hmm. respond to like, oh, f-bombs yeah what's this let me check you know? this out yeah yeah and so but what we talk about is literally anything that has to do with waking up to our connection, not only the connection that we have to ourselves, but to each other, to the planet and in all the flora and fauna, like everything, you know, how we're all connected. And, um, you know, so that people can start paying attention to how they're showing up on the planet. So we literally talk about, I talk about stuff like this. We talk about the spiritual piece of it, the um, metaphysical part, if you will. But I also have people on there um, with regards to regenerative farming. And I've got things in the works to talk to people who are cleaning up the oceans and pulling the plastic out of the oceans and, you know, turning them into bricks and whatnot. Anything that has to do with basically being more present and taking more responsibility for the way that we are showing up here. Mm -hmm. wow. I feel like that's something needed. Definitely. Like not just to talk about the spiritual side of things and the metaphysical side of things, but like naturalistically, how can we connect to each other? Like, I like that. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, so. I think we're going to wrap up here. We're moving a little bit past the time. <laughs> like I said, we're going to go right. over a little bit. No big deal. Thank you so much, Lori, for coming onto the show. If there's anywhere else that the uh, people listening, watching can find you, uh, where to book sessions with you if they want a reading from you or a website or anything like that, uh, why don't you let them know where they can find more of what you're doing? Sure. Um, they can find me on Instagram. I'm at intuitive underscore Lori, L-O-R-I. Um, on Facebook, I'm also intuitive Lori. And like I said, I do usually do a card a day out there um and then i also have my youtube channel that i just uploaded that first dozen readings and that is called zodiac oracle excellent so, thanks for having me cal this was really a lot of fun yeah no problem i love talking to people about this like i always i always love just bouncing these ideas off and hearing these stories because at the end of the day they they give life you know they they give people encouragement to keep going and and like, oh, it is a real thing. There are actually people doing it. It's not just, I'm not just making yeah. things up. You know, it's, it's a real thing. So I thank you for coming on to the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of the Astro Mind Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for sticking through to the end, for hanging out with me here. If you want to get a hold of Lori, all the links are going to be in the show notes and in the description of this video. And going forward, if you guys want to reach me, emails are going to be there, website's going to be there, all that other business. Books are out there on Amazon, whatever. You guys already know this thing. I hope you have a wonderful day, guys, going forward from this. Blessings, love and light, namaste, and as always, never stop adventuring. They're all but a bend in our small minds. Scream about now.